Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales 2021 edition. Glad you can ride along. It's always good to have company. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived there, you can find links to places you can hear our podcast and links to many other places and things you can go to or see. I like to do the grocery shopping for my family. It's my happy place there at the grocery store. Push my buggy up and down the aisles. Usually only buy the things I have on my list. But once in a while I'll splurge and buy something that wasn't even on my radar when I went in the front door. I go into the produce aisle and I usually always buy a head of iceberg lettuce. Other kinds of lettuce I just do not care for. It always reminds me of leaves off some old tree sitting out there in the woods. So I really don't care much for that leafy lettuce, although my wife does. But if she wants it, we have this agreement. She can go to the store and buy anything she ever wants, including that stuff. Just don't put it in my salad. I like a big old lettuce wedge from that head of iceberg lettuce with maybe some Thousand Island dressing on top of it. Or a salad with iceberg chopped up finely. Some bacon bits in there. A little bit of onion. And a nice Italian dressing over it. If you throw in a piece of romaine, I'm likely to just send it back to the chef. Even if that's the cook in the kitchen. I don't know why I only like iceberg lettuce. Maybe it's my heritage. In the 1920s, the lettuce industry boomed. And my hometown boomed right along with it. Head lettuce grows well above 7,000 feet. And our county and surrounding counties did well growing this crop. I have mentioned before that the town I was born and raised in, 8,000 feet above sea level. So it was right in the sweet spot there for head lettuce to grow. The train tracks ran right through my town. So, consequently, we had packing plants down by the river for lettuce. There are lettuce warehouses scattered around town and right outside of town. So, we shipped a lot of lettuce out of there. Now, if you've ever read the book East of Eden by John Steinbeck, there is a scene in there where Adam decides to grow lettuce and ship it back east on the train. And he didn't ice it down enough for all the things that happened to a train car between California and New York. And he had invested all of his money into this, and it ruined him. They would pack those crates full of lettuce, and then they'd ice it down with big mounds of ice on top of each crate. And the train cars would be just full of these crates of lettuce that are iced down. Now, there are several names for head lettuce. A couple of them is crisp head lettuce, and another one is iceberg lettuce. There's quite a controversy about the name iceberg lettuce. Some historians say it was because of the mounds of ice stacked on top of these big crates of lettuce that coined the name iceberg. But other historians credit the county I lived in because it is really kind of the icebox of the nation up there. And because that lettuce, a big portion of it came from our county, they credit my little town and my county with the term iceberg for iceberg lettuce. 
In New York City, at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, they bragged on our lettuce and even named their lettuce in their restaurant after my town. So it was really a very big deal. In 1923, for example, my town shipped 143 train cars of lettuce back east. That was just at the start of the boom. So it boomed for years. It is still booming in the 1940s when my mom was still a girl, probably a teenager by then. And I know she worked the lettuce fields, as probably most of the kids around there, for extra money. And I believe my Aunt Betty who was a year younger than my mom, probably worked there too. So it was a very good industry for the whole town. About the mid-1940s, the boom went bust. All of a sudden, that iceberg lettuce, the big, nice heads of cool season lettuce, started getting rust on them. People said it was a disease that racked the soil. Other people blamed the shipping crates and pallets those wood shipping crates and wood pallets caused the demise of the soil, that it poisoned the soil. Others say that it was from a lack of crop rotation. Most farmers you ever speak to understand the importance of rotating your crops. Lettuce one year, spinach the next. But by late 1940s, about the only sign that the lettuce industry was ever there was from that old bar and restaurant there on Main Street. That's still there today. Today, there is a remnant of the lettuce industry. A family up there had been growing lettuce at the time, and somehow they survived a big bust. They still grow lettuce today, along with another natural for a high altitude, and that is spinach. They've had farms up there for years and years and years. They do very well. Joe and Carol are an example of the term never ever give up. I truly do admire that family. So whenever you have a salad, just think of my old hometown. Mr. Young out there barking orders, watching all the town folk and migrant workers putting in a hard, honest day's work so that folks in some fancy hotel back in New York City can have a wonderful dining experience. Life is good that way. Never have animosity against the one you are feeding. You may say, well, they have all kinds of money to eat out in a nice restaurant. And my fingers are in the dirt trying to harvest this crop. Who has it better, you or them? That is determined in your head. You might find what you need and more at Homer Kate's General Store. You might find what you need and more at Homer Kate's General Store. Happy New Year, Homer. Did you have a nice New Year's Eve? Well, Jerry, how you doing? Happy New Year to you. 1978. Who'd ever thunk it? Well, I did not have a very good New Year's there, Jerry. Was that, Homer? Well, Katie decided that we were going to have a nice sit-down dinner with a tablecloth and her mother's good dishes and some glasses that were made out of crystals. I tried to look through them and I couldn't see any rainbows or anything. 
But anyway, Homer, Homer, Homer. That's called crystal glassware. You're not supposed to try to see a prism in it. I didn't want to go prison, Jerry. I just wanted to drink my water. But Katie wanted to have champagne. I don't like that stuff. I do not like that stuff. Do you like that stuff? Give me a grape knee high any day, Jerry. That stuff, it tastes like I don't know what, but it doesn't taste like grape knee high. And Katie said that it's made out of grapes. That champagne. But I don't know. I think she's pulling my leg. But then she brings me out the salad. And I go to eat it, and it had some kind of lettuce in it. And that stuff tasted like the worst stuff I ever had in my life. Oh my goodness gracious, Jerry, it was awful. I never had lettuce that tasted like that. What kind of lettuce was it, Homer? She said it was kale. And I said, kale, like kale, kale, the gang's all here. No, Homer, Homer, kale is a vegetable. I know, I know, and I do not like vegetables. Well, I take that back. I like onions and potatoes and lettuce, but not that kale stuff and not that stuff on the trees. You know, you go in, pick a leaf off a tree and throw it in your salad. I'm not going to eat that. I am not going to eat a tree. I am not a beaver. Homer, what are you talking about? I like that lettuce that looks like a volleyball or something. You know what I'm talking about? I think you could kick it and it roll quite a ways. That's what I like, Jerry. Not that stuff that Katie's always trying to get me to eat. That and mushrooms. My goodness gracious. I don't know who would eat that. Maybe a cow. Homer, did you have a nice New Year's Eve? Jerry, I really did. She fed me a steak after that. In the little town I grew up in, when I was 10 years old, people talk about houses and buildings around town that had been associated with that lettuce industry. By the time I was 10, that was almost ancient history around there. But I had some friends actually lived in houses that they said had been a lettuce shed or something like that. And the place that I talked about up on Main Street was Lettuce Warehouse. That place was called the Grand Bar. And my family used to go there usually on a Sunday and have dinner. My dad usually only took us out to eat on Sunday. I don't know why, but that's what I remember is going out on Sundays to places to eat. And the Grand Bar was this great big, you walked in, and there's this huge dance floor, and there was a bar on one end and a kitchen on the other, and it was all wide open. And if you were real good, you could go back in the office there, and they had a minor bird. And it would say something really funny, and I can't remember what it was, but it was like something like, kiss my grits, kiss my grits, or... I love you, Ooh, I love you, Ooh, or something, something. I remember us kids had the most fun time with that thing and ask if we could give it a little something to eat and a bird would peck your finger and you'd just squeal and dance and think that was the greatest thing in the world. 
I didn't care if I was getting a hamburger out in the restaurant. I wanted to hang out with that monobird. It was really nice of the owners to let us go back there every time we went. It didn't matter if they were busy or slow. We could go back in the office and goof around with the bird for a while. One day, they had a fire at that grand bar, and the minor bird perished. And I remember crying, so I don't know how old I was. Place was closed for a while, but it did reopen. Over the years, it has changed hands several times and had several different names. I went there to eat a few years ago when my Uncle Jim had passed away and we had his funeral up there. And my brothers and me went into the restaurant and had a good meal. And I excused myself to go to the bathroom. And the place wasn't like I remembered it. I remembered it being a wide open spot. And this time I walked through several different hallways and corridors to find the, the restrooms. One time we had our 20 year high school reunion there. It was the perfect place. Everything was wide open then, just like when I was a kid. And we were having a good time and I had seen people I hadn't seen for 20 years, having fun and everything. We had a good time that night, goofing around, talking, reminiscing. Mary Sue was working there, and I remember her saying something to me, something to the effect is, your class is really terrible. Nobody's drinking, and that's where I make my money. I mean, I don't know why we weren't drinking. I didn't, and apparently a lot of people didn't either. Makes me smile that Mary Sue would get after me about that. She used to always get after me about something, I guess. A couple years older than me trying to find the history of some of those lettuce sheds and lettuce warehouses and lettuce packing plants. The only thing I could really find any history on at all is the Grand Bar. It's kind of an icon for the town. I don't care what name is on the sign outside. To me, it always will be the Grand Bar. Go in there, and even though the sign on the outside said Grand Bar, it had a pretty good restaurant. You're allowed to just kind of run around, go back in the office, and play with the minor bird. Wherever you go in life, whatever you do, whoever you're in contact with, whoever you remember from days gone by, keep a smile on your face, twinkle in your eye, and be kind to everyone and everything. My time is over for this week. Thank you for riding along. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.